blind. Inzima, inzima, inzima. Ikangeleka ingati. Uh, it's deeper than it looks. As in, uh, they, they should be like the umfobesicho, ubangabana. Um, they could uh, they could emerge uh, a great kingpin, you know, after all of this. So it could be one of the uh, members of the other group, you know. But nobody knows. Um, we have a similar setup here in Cape Town, Porto. Mm. Uh, the shootings that were happening last week on Sunday here, and then uh, they have a group called uh, Pagat, some kind of Muslim. Ah, uh, Pagat is gangsters. back. It's not a gangster, actually. These guys are gangster gangsterism. Yeah. Police don't like them. It's a whole setup scenario that's happening here. Hey, you know, hey, 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 um, we also have a problem of taxi drivers here. Hey. Uh, owners, um, I heard they started in Fulen, but mm. I saw them uh, last week in Kualang, where they search each and every vehicle that is coming out. So, we are not supposed to have passengers. I'm talking about normal citizens now mm. that do not have uh, to have. Uh, passengers, mm. probably three or more. Mm. So you get questioned, you get yeah. Aye, and I was pelagoy. Hi, I love this one. Can I get an hotel? Thank you very much for that voice note uh, there from Cape Town. I've heard in Kabecha uh, that uh, there's a reemergence in some shape or form in what was happening at Coston of Pagat, and uh, my brother now in Cape Town is talking about Pagat now. Tinagebandu beskebandu ana ngen nineties beskesives ndabini. Uh, and even on the TV about Pagad would remember that Pagad was very much involved in fighting against uh, or found itself in the middle of that warfare between the hard livings and the Americans in the Cape Flats. Huh? Does that jog your mind? Their acronym is uh, Pagad, but their full thing is people against gangsterism and drugs. And they emerged as that type of grouping. And I remember at some stage they were infiltrated, we heard, by the intelligence groupings or something like that. Yeah, do let us know some of your thoughts on that. Uh, I find it very, very fascinating. And uh, yeah, some of you might also want to comment, of course, on how uh, that also interfaced with politics. Because at some stage uh, there were murmurs that uh, there was the same personnel across two different groupings. One was Qibla, which was an old anti-apartheid uh, a militant Islamic group linked to the Pan-Africanist Congress at the time. Uh, and uh, they were very much part of uh, Pagad, we understand as well. We'll continue after this. Whether your school journey has just come to an end or you're looking for a step up in your career, there's no time like right now to kickstart your next chapter. Study towards a degree, diploma or higher certificate under the guidance of industry experts with state-of-the-art contact learning and distance learning facilities. With Stadio, you can study full-time on one of our campuses or work while you study with one of Africa's leading distance learning experts. Visit Stadio on stadio.ac.za to apply today. Stadio is a registered higher education provider. 24 minutes it is after 8pm. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. Tonight is our last discussion uh, regarding local government elections that are taking place. And unfortunately, uh, we couldn't speak to every party. It's just the nature of what it is that we do here. And, uh, of course, the time constraints that we're under. But uh, do make sure that you go out and cast your vote uh, on Monday, the 1st of November. We spoke to the independents last night. And, uh, yeah, this evening uh, we speak to many of the organizations in uh, the erstwhile coloured 
uh, areas and uh, joined this evening by the leader of the Cape Coloured Congress, Fadil Adams, also joined by uh, Gary van Nikark from the Northern Areas in Kabecha. He's the leader of the Northern Alliance and uh, also joined by Stanley Peterson of the Khoisan Revolutionary Party. Fadil, Gary and Stanley, good evening uh, to uh, yeah, the three of you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Good evening to the coolest name on radio. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, look at you. Yeah, I love it. Look, guys, let me maybe start off uh, uh, with uh, Gary. And I was saying uh, to some of our uh, uh, listeners over the weekend, I've managed to go to some parts of uh, the northern areas over the weekend uh, and got to see uh, some of the things that, I guess, are happening there, some of the issues. uh, And, of course, Uh, I certainly don't know enough about that part of the world. But what I can accept is uh, the very justifiable concerns of many people who uh, self-identify as colored to say many of their areas have been underdeveloped. They haven't benefited from the democratic dividend uh, over the last uh, three decades or so. Uh, And the big question, Mark Gary, for somebody like yourself uh, is what then does the Northern Alliance uh, provide to many of the people in the electorate of that uh, part of the world uh, who are looking, I guess, for a new hope, but also looking for new solutions uh, in a very, very difficult context. Thank you very much. Greetings from a very wet uh, Kabecha, previously Port Elizabeth. Uh, we are grateful for the rain, number one, uh, but we also think of, our thoughts also go out to, to those who are the, the, we refer to as the homeless. But uh, to answer your question, I'm very glad to hear that you are in PE yourself to see what the northern areas looks like. Uh, people often accuse us of telling lies when we say that uh, we are the marginalized. And uh, then you get uh, parties who have slogans such as they get things done. But when you come and look for yourself and see what our northern areas of Port Elizabeth looks like, um, then you see the, uh, that that is very far from the truth that um, there's actually nothing getting done in the in the northern areas. We want to make the northern areas a priority in Kabecha. We want we, we, we want our fair share, our equitable share of the budget as well. We want when it comes to the calculation of the IDP budget, we want our fair share there as well. So when it comes to the to, to the northern areas, it, it's a it's a matter of not forgetting us. We have been marginalized. We have been treated by everybody. Um, I'm talking about both uh, the former, or rather to say the ANC and the DA. Uh, we have been marginalized by them and forgotten by them and treated mm. like we don't exist. And we want to uh, fight for our fair share of the of the budget. Mm. We're fighting for our seat at the table. And what do you intend on Gary, what do you mean when you say to fair share? services to our people? Maybe just explain to me what you mean by fair share of the budget. Because I guess the nature of how not only the money is raised, but how it's distributed is based on progressivity, which is determined by need. Uh, what do you mean by yes. fair share? The fair share means that at the moment, oh, oh, let me say we are we're from 24% of the population. Mm. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I, okay, can, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. We are 24% of the population of the metro, right? That mm. is the colored people in the northern areas. Um, we are not ashamed about uh, fighting for our fair share. Uh, whether it be colored, people refer to themselves as colored, some refer to them as koi, um, 
some refer to them as Krikos. Doesn't matter. It's the areas that we're talking about. Mm. It's from Utene, uh that's in Lapland, that forms part of the metro right through to a Corsten, uh Kingsington. Mm. That what we are saying is we're getting 12% of the of the budget currently. We want to, and we form 24% of the of the population. Oh, so, so you're saying fair in relation to the population wrong. size. Okay, sure. Yep. Okay, all right. Pause there Go for ahead. a second for me, Gary. We'll come back uh, to some of the uh, key features of what it is you want to propose uh, for the areas, as they called out in Kabecha. Fadil, let me bring you in here. You're the leader of the Cape Colored Congress. First, what is the Cape Colored Congress? Uh, and I guess uh, a similar question to you as well. I mean, what, what are you trying to bring uh, to the electorate that you are appealing to uh, that responds to the challenges that they faced with? Um, I could only make out half of what you said. No, I'm uh, asking what... Is terrible, yeah? no, oh, sorry. Let me work it off and tell me where I'm short. Okay. No, Fadil, yeah? The party that has borne out the frustration. Frustration at the... Sorry, I thought I lost you there for a second. I, I, I didn't... No, I don't know if you heard a thing I said. I did. I, di- I heard a lot of what you're saying. You spoke did, about yeah. uh, a report that suggested that uh, coloured communities have been 40% mm. poorer since the onset of... Uh, capital and wealth reform initiatives like PEE. Uh, you've spoken about how national a phenomenon, the challenges that uh, Gary was speaking about are, and uh, I guess the role that there is for organizations like Khoisan Revolution and Cape Colored Congress. I mean, w- one of the other issues that have been raised about uh, your organization, uh, Fadil, while I have you on the line, um, is around, I guess, your affinity towards a federal rather than a unitary state, uh, and even, uh, I guess, your seemingly ambivalent support for the secession uh, of uh, the Cape uh, from uh, the Republic of South Africa. What benefit do you, do you feel that that type of federalism or federal approach is going to bring to many of the people uh, in the colored areas that you're trying to speak to? I believe that every province, mm. if every province make its own laws within the guidelines of the Constitution, of course. Let the laws suit the needs of the locals. For example, if in the Western Cape, we feel that we are comfortable with the death penalty. But you guys up north feel, no, 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 pro-life is the way to go. Mm. Then we should agree to disagree on an issue like that. We cannot have one blanket approach in a country like this. Where we have, what do we have? I think 30 tribes. Aye, aye, nine aye. official languages. Aye, aye. No, I'm, just, I'm just throwing numbers at you. What are 30 um, tribes what? now? Excuse me? What, what are these 30 tribes? Since when no, do we have 30 I'm tribes? I'm just throwing numbers at you. I know five... Bajan Guni tribes, I think there's about... But those are not tribes, Fadil. Those are not tribes. I mean, only only the colonizers call them tribes. But, I mean, that's not uh, what I'm interested in. Okay, so Fadil, wait, wait. wait. Let me ask you something, because I think you're raising a very important point. You're saying you want to raise the revenue and also have the power to spend it as uh, you see fit on the basis of the ability to raise that revenue. Now, one of the things that determines the ability of a place to raise that revenue has a lot to do... Uh, with the industrial base that certain provinces, districts, regions would have. And the nature, I guess, of how South African economy and even capitalism has emerged is that there are always these nodes where industry happens. I mean, you know, more than 60% of our GDP comes from just four places. So how do you deal with all of the other places, like the Northern Cape, for instance, where you don't have a massive industrial base and you wouldn't really be able to raise much money? This government of ours should have looked to industrialize areas like the Eastern Cape many years ago. It would have stopped the poor black man from having to leave his home and his family to go and find work in a place like Joburg or Cape Town. But it never has. 
What I'm saying to you is that if we federalize, it will put pressure on local governments, on provincial governments, to start industrializing the areas mm. to, to put their people to work. There is not a nation in this world that has achieved success without industrialization. Mm. Not one. Cape Town is a tourism-based economy. Let us not forget that. And we are agitating to industrialize Cape Town because, we, because of the fact that we depend largely on tourism, that many of our people are hungry. Because industrialization, for some strange reason, is being ignored by government across the board. The only truly industrialized sector in this country is Johannesburg. It makes absolutely no sense. Okay. None. All right. Fadil, hold the line there for me for a second. And uh, yeah, I find uh, some of your views very, very interesting there. I'd love to hear some of the thoughts of our listeners sent through your uh, voice notes on WhatsApp on 079-191-4270. Also out on our studio line there on 089-110-3377. Stanley, we also have you on the line. Stanley Peterson from the Khoisan Revolution Party. Uh, and uh, we seem to have lost Stanley again. So uh, we're battling with that. But Gary, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you take a look at what... Uh, a Fadil is raising. Uh, and uh, I guess the debates in the Eastern Cape might not necessarily be around this issue of federalism. But they are about, especially in an industrial node like Tabecha, where Correct. you've got an industrial base, you've got uh, you know, people you can levy for property rates, for zoning fees, for building fees, all manner of things. Mm-hmm. And you're raising a distributional question. You're saying from a population perspective, you're getting much lower by way of allocations than the population that is in many of uh, the historically colored areas. Talk talk to me about some of the things that the Northern Alliance, by way of public goods, so infrastructure, uh, that you would introduce uh, if uh, uh, you would get, uh, I guess, uh, to be, um, you know, the uh, 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 mayor, uh, or even to have, you know, pride of share of some of the seats in the wards that you're contesting, and even a kingmaker role, because we know there's the major issue of coalitions in that part of the world. (laughs) Every presenter loves that question of uh, King. I can't leave it out, Um, Chief. (laughs) First of all, I'd like to say good evening to Fadil as well. I have huge respect for the guy. I have huge respect for his opinions as well. Um, I hope to meet him soon. I don't know where, but uh, I'd really love to meet him soon. I I really do have huge uh, respect for the guy. Um, I can assure assure you that respect is mutual. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Fadil. uh, what I wanted to say about uh, Port Elizabeth, in Port Elizabeth, actually in the whole of Eastern Cape, you've got all um, these motor companies in in, in PE. We, we refer to as the Detroit of South Africa. Indeed. In PE, the problem is definitely not um, money. We do have enough money. Our problem is corruption in the, in the Eastern Cape overall. That is our problem. That is the issue that needs to be addressed in, in PE. And when you look at what uh, if I know we're supposed to be talking about lo- local government right now, and local government is all about speaking for the downtrodden, for those who don't have a voice. And when you refer to infrastructure as well, infrastructure, uh, the last time the, the government of the day, let's say uh, in 1994, um, it was the ANC, and now lately it's, it's the DA. Infrastructure has been no investment in infrastructure in the in Kebeha. The, the the problem is it, it all stems from the mindset of the people who govern in our metro. 
they, like Fariel said, we are really an afterthought. We need to make the northern areas where the colored people live, we need to make them, uh, or us rather, a priority. And that is where the main thing comes in. We do not have any kind of monitoring, proper monitoring system to see how each uh, directorate is performing. Let, um, we have a, our Secretary General, for example, he implemented a, a performance management system in 14 different local municipalities. Um, some of the, those municipalities, like the, the DA, will, will, will brag about to say that how well they are doing now. But it's because of our Secretary General, his um, implementation years back, as a private company, and that is what we want to do. We want to measure ourselves at the end of the day against the best. We want to show people that, yes, there is some good that can come from the northern areas as well. We, 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 all we need is the political will of political parties, and that is why, just like Fadil said, um, we, we, the, 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 the organization, the political organization called the Northern Alliance was born out of frustration because of the neglect of us in the northern areas. Um, Talk to me about your kingmaker role, coalitions. I mean, uh, let, wait, let me paint a scenario, maybe, just for a second. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You are, find yourself smack bang in the middle of uh, mm-hmm. coalition requests. Mm-hmm. What are the three things you're putting down as your non-negotiables? Um, in order to give one of, uh, I guess, either the ANC or even the Democratic Alliance uh, the power to govern the Council okay. of Quebec? It's, it's three things. One, the whole cadre system needs to go. That's one. That's gone. Two, the what, thing what's the the system? Comes what's when that? it comes to uh, what's the coalitions, where, where, where they employ people who are not qualified to do the job. Right, the KD deployment of oh, the ANC. Okay, okay. That needs to go. We need people who are qualified to do the job. Mm. That, on the DA side, we need to be treated as equal partners. The DA has this thing where they come, when, when they are in a coalition, they treat the others again <laughs> like they don't exist. <laughs> the, they only refer to themselves as a DA-led coalition, DA-led coalition events. Some of them actually call themselves the DA government. They're forgetting they have some coalition partners. It's only when they fail that they want to blame the coalition partners. And then three, we need to make the northern areas a priority. They need to say what you just said as well, that you were here in Port but you were in the northern areas. You saw how neglected our people are. And this is where we need to pay attention we suffered 27 years of neglect, and that is what will make us say this is the one that we will go into coalition with. Otherwise, okay. we, we, we are not um, obsessed with, with governing. Okay. We, we know exactly All what right, we want. We, know we want. we want our northern areas back. Mm. We want to make sure that we have... In our in all our we've got about seventeen wards. This is a stronghold sure. of the of the of the DA. Okay. All, all Gary, our wards in the colored areas are run by DA councillors. Gary, let's do which this. Which means about thirty-four councillors. Gary, it's fifty-seven uh, DA councillors, uh, of which thirty-four come from the northern areas. Okay. That's the DA stronghold. Gary, Sorry pause for, for pause speaking for me. Of you. Pause for me because we're going to talk about the northern areas. We're also going to talk about other parts.
uh, that will be seen as coloured areas, uh, you know, in uh, the broader uh, Nelson Mandela Bay metro, if I think about Dinaha, Rosedale and uh, many of those other places. So we'll touch on we'll touch on those places. But um, let me bring Stanley in because we've been having some issues and gremlins with okay. your line. Stanley Peterson from the Khoisan Revolutionary Party. Good evening. How are you? Stanley, talk to me about the Khoisan Revolutionary Party, awards you're contesting, and more importantly, uh, what uh, you're bringing uh, to uh, many of uh, the areas and the wards that you're contesting. First of all, uh, mm. it left us rentless. Sure. It left us without any language. That's why they call us colored. Mm. It means nothing to us. That's the first thing. Secondly, we believe in nothing for us without us. That's why we stand up as a coincidence and people. Many of us talk about Africans. Why we are different. Why we don't want to be Africans. Everybody is calling us names. They call us colored first. With the et- but you're Africans. Et- so we want to be different. From our side, we want to do things different. We mm. want to speak for ourselves. We want to speak about issues that affect ourselves. Not other people. People want us to be called Africans again, to distinct us again, but they don't want to include us in the in the mainstream of government and of governance. For example, they don't want to recognize our language. They don't want to include us. They don't want to give our land back. These are the issues that nobody will do. Uh, nobody will fight for us except ourselves. So this is what we stand for. We stand for to gain our land back, to be part of the mainstream, to make decisions for us, not not others make uh, decisions for us. And, and, and when you talk about that, I mean, uh, you know, just one about the language issue, and, and I'm quite interested in, in your views around the cultural things that need to happen at a local level. Um, so that's the one part of the question. The other element of the question f- uh, for me is in the wards that you're contesting, what are some of the things that uh, the Khoisan Revolutionary Party would do differently uh, to some of the incumbents, uh, least of all the Democratic Alliance? First of all, regarding the language issue, it, as you said, it must start at local level. Mm. We, we're running the Namako Municipality in coalition with the ANC. It's okay. a very sour relationship. So what we did there is we, the first thing, we put our language on the, as a water template, as a water, as a water print on the, on the accounts to keep, to keep our language alive, the Nama language. Mm. So we will start council meetings. You know, in government, when you start a government meeting or something, they, they start with, let us have a moment of silence. Yes. Not for us. We believe in God. So what we said, we'll start our council meetings with our indigenous language in prayers. That's, that's the first thing. That is also to, to keep our language alive. Secondly, why are we contesting in the mainstream areas of the, of, the, of the Northern Cape and not the Western Cape itself? We, we, we said we'll support, for instance, a Cape Colored uh, Party of Fadil in, in the Western Cape. But here in the Northern Cape, where, the, where is the heart of the Khoi and San people, we said we'll do things differently. First of all, we're sitting around and on the richest lands regarding minerals, mining, diamonds, indigenous plants. We will not sit and wait for government for handouts. Once we govern our own lands, we will, for instance, we will, uh, when we, the second council meeting, we will take the land and take a, a, a council a resolution and sell the land to our people for five rand or ten rand so that we can mine our own land. And not people coming from overseas or abroad that might, they took our minerals away and we remain poor, uh, you know, dig up our lands and leave the holes like this. So this is what we will do different. 
currently, government is partnering with all these uh, European companies and all these things to take our minerals away instead of keep it here in South Africa. Mm. Talk to me about the coalition, Stanley. Uh, you say you've had a very bad experience. Uh, and I assume maybe in the Namakwa municipality, there might be another potential role for yourselves as uh, kingmakers or power brokers. What are your non-negotiables going into any coalition? Might be with the African National Congress again or with the Democratic Alliance. First of all, now, as we speak now in the Northern Cape, we're currently now the fastest growing party uh, in the Northern Cape and in the country here. Yeah. So uh, there are different parties approach us to be yeah, as, as, as coalition parties. But we said on the onset, we will not go into any coalition with any party currently now in the Northern Cape. First of all, we'll... The, the option that we look now, we have a lot of agreements with independent candidates. Because, you know, every party comes with their own policies and they want to dominate you. Because you are a big party, you want to dominate us. So for us, we, we said, no, we will go solo. After the elections, we will look at what, uh, what is at hand when we win certain horse here. Because we have a 90% we will be key maker in four municipalities here currently. So we said to ourselves, let us go with independent candidates and not parties. Because all these parties come with a race issue. All these parties come with their own preferred uh, fact. And, and our people remain poor. Are you and not then, coming with a race or ethno-national issue yourself? No, no, not at all. How not so? At all. Not at all. Because if a person said, if it's a Tswana, I respect it. But why if, if we said we are Khoisan, people have an issue with us. And said, but why are you calling us? Why are you calling your Khoisan and not African? So this is, this is the issue that we are struggling as the core in and especially those people that say they're colored. Okay, all right. So it's not a race issue. Okay, all right. And maybe j- then just before we go to the break, we've got a quick spot break and uh, we'll come back uh, on the other side of that. Just a quick one. Uh, what would you have done differently going into the coalition that you went into with the ANC? Ourselves. Yes. As yes, I said yes. to you, thing that we will do is stay there because everything happened on land. Whether it's development, whether it's agriculture, whether it's everything, we will take back our land, all municipal land, all public, uh, all uh, uh, public works land in our jurisdiction. We'll give it back to the people. We'll give the people. We'll give the power back to the people. In the older days, they said the people shall govern, but mm. now government is governed. Okay. Hold the line there for me, gentlemen, Stanley, Gary, and Fadil. We're going to come back uh, after this brief break and continue with our discussion. Also, want to uh, take a look at some of those voice notes when we come back. It is indeed, and uh, nine minutes it is before 9 p.m. I'm in conversation uh, with uh, uh, Gary van Nikkerk, the leader of the Northern Alliance, uh, Fadil Adams, leader of the Cape Colored Congress, and uh, Stanley Peterson uh, of the Khoisan Revolution Party. Fadil and uh, Gary, I guess uh, the question that I have, I mean, if we look at um, uh, the field of parties contesting this election, uh, there's a few parties that, I guess, operate in the space that you occupy, um, and... Uh, you know, uh, Gary was saying earlier on, you know, I guess there's issues around terminology. Some who might self-identify as colored, some who might self-identify as one of the many nations under the Khoi and the Sun grouping, some as uh, Griqua, and uh, uh, there would be many other categorizations. But uh, one gets a sense that although not homogenous, there is a group that we're specifying here. Now, I sit here and ask myself, well, what would then distinguish your organization? Uh, for Dil, I'll start with you and then Gary from, say, the Patriotic Alliance. And uh, we had a chance to speak to, to Gaten McKenzie as part of this particular segment. Uh, and uh, hearing you, I'm hearing a lot of areas of similarity. W- where are the differences? Fadil? Action. 
We do not make Facebook comments. We followed up with action. You know, it's very easy to have brilliant policies, man. Even the ANC has brilliant policies. But it's the action that comes with it. From outside of council, we've done more for colored people than any other party, and we're one year old. We, the Cape Colored Congress, have put 2,000 colored boys in work. 2,000. Say it slowly. Not a single council seat. We Sorry, have where did you do that? I think in Mitchell's Plain, in uh, Manenberg, okay. in Ocean View. Um, what, and what um, kind of work was this? Housed, I mean, I'm quite interested. Over yeah, a dozen. What kind of work was this? Over a dozen. This? Sorry? What kind of work was this? It's temporary work. It's not what we want. It's not what we want, but it's a start. So like EPWP? No, no, not EPWP. Mm. I'll give you an example. We talk fiber, with the installation of fiber. Okay. These contractors okay. pull up here with two trucks full of foreign nationals. Mm-hmm. We stop that project on the spot. Hold on a second. As per any logic... You've got to have a fair amount of local representation. Where are the locals? So where do you mm. Mitchell's Plain? No. Well, then we're going to have to talk about this. Okay. And we've put and inserted our people into, I'm not going to hide it. Not the best paying jobs, but you know what? The man's not going to go hungry tonight. We have stopped construction sites in the same city as Cape Town. Full construction sites. You're building 800 houses, but you're not employing a single, a single local. Mm. The mm. city of Cape Town has taken us to court. And they've come back and they've ceded to our demands to hire 50% local. We have shut down the city of Cape Town in the name of the backyarders and the homeless, and we forced Tertius Simmons and Malusi Boy to house colored people who would otherwise have been neglected. This is our CV. Sure, sure. Our service mm-hmm. CV does not point to a brilliant manifesto. We've got 27 years of brilliant manifestos, broken mm-hmm. manifestos. Okay. That is the difference between us and anyone right. else. And I call, with all due respect to the two gentlemen on the other side of the line, mm. I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to every other political party out there vying for the targeting for the current vote. Okay, all right. Fadil? Bring your CV. Fadil? Compare it to ours. Fadil, thanks. Uh, let's give uh, an opportunity to, to Gary, I guess, to answer the same question. Gary, what distinguishes... I was hoping to ask Fadil the question regarding the coalition. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 let's leave the coalition for now. I mean, <laughs> Gary, what distinguishes you from your other counterparts, in particular the Patriotic Alliance? There's a, I, I need to confess something. I used to belong, uh, I was a member of the Patriotic Alliance. Um, the Patriotic Alliance in Port Elizabeth failed horribly. Um, they have one councillor in council, and that councillor has done every little, he's done everything under the sun that a councillor should not do. Um, so, what we're looking, the, the, the difference between us and the Patriotic Alliance is that we have credible leadership. We have qualified leadership. We are transparent. We work. And just like Fido said, we've put people in jobs, permanent jobs. Uh, but we were fortunate that there were companies or privately owned businesses that came to us and saw our heartbeat that's for the community, it's businesses in the community that have come to us and, and said, we want to help you change the northern areas. Our biggest problem in the northern areas is unemployment. Our unemployment rate, our unemployment rate is the highest in in the metro, and um, we feel that um, if we can make our our northern areas safer, if you have a safer northern area, northern areas, you can have, you you will have people wanting to invest in your in your areas. 
we, we, you cannot have what's happening currently. Our businesses are closing. Why? Because our businesses are getting robbed. Um, we, 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 are, we are the joke uh, in, in, in Quebec at the moment because of uh, gangsterism and drugs. But why? Why is this happening? And this is the problem we have with the DA government. Nobody addresses the issue of gangsterism and drugs in our areas. It's because of our kids. Our, our kids don't get employed. They get despondent. What do they turn to? They go stand on the, street, on the street corners, and that is where all these bad ideas are born. And we want to make our kids a priority. We've okay. been doing it for the last uh, three years. Where we employed people. Remember, we're not in council either. Same like um, uh, Fadil, Fadil's uh, organization. Same story, but we are employing people regularly. We are the, the let's take the the DA once again. Whereas uh, who governs in our northern areas, whereas councillors in every in every ward, not one. They don't even have an office in in one of our big shop. We only have one big shopping center. They don't have an office. We have an office. We don't have an income. Okay, we, Gary, pause <laughs> there. Just for to me. show you what 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 it is like to 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 to, to suffer mm. under a DA government. Okay, Gary, nobody Gary? cares about us. Gary, yeah. we smack bang out of time. I would have loved to ask you a question there about Rosedale, but uh, unfortunately we have run out of time. Uh, Stanley, I want to give you the last word because uh, I guess you had a bit of the gremlins uh, on your connection. Uh, just as a last parting shot, any message you would have uh, to many of the communities uh, uh, of the Northern Cape, uh, especially in many of the places, I mean, I heard somebody talking about uh, uh, the distribution of economic opportunity. You see things coming up in your community and in many cases no one's employed from your community uh, and the allocations aren't happening there. What message do you have for those communities about what uh, the uh, Khoisan uh, Revolution Party is going to bring uh, if indeed uh, it is elected on Monday? We said don't say Amandla anymore with the, with the empty stomach. Mm. We said don't say Awetu with the empty stomach because th- those words destroy those words make us unemployed for centuries. So what we say is your vote is your power. Take back your vote with your power. Uh, give you know everybody you give everybody for twenty seven years we've been giving all these parties a chance. So we mm-hmm. said for the first time as quiet and some people of the Northern Cape, give yourself a chance to govern yourself. Okay. Gentlemen we're going to have to leave it there, and I want to thank May all I? of you. Uh-uh. Just before we go? Uh-uh. We smack bang out of time. Near, near, near. We smack bang out of time. I just want to wish you are... those two gentlemen all the best on Monday. Okay. Thank you. All of the thank best. Thank you, Fadio. All of the best. Thank Let's you. leave it there. Thank you very much. Well, well, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Uh, those uh, were our three guests this evening. Gary van Nickerk from the Northern Areas, leader of the Northern Al- uh, Alliance out in Quebecha, and uh, Fadil Adams, leader of the Cape Coloured Congress. Stanley Peterson uh, joining us from uh, the Northern Cape, and uh, he's with the Khoisan Revolutionary Party. Uh, that's where we end our elections coverage. Uh, you go out on Monday, go and cast your vote, and uh, continue to participate. It's but one form of uh, local participatory politics. Let's all remember that after the 1st of November, we've got to occupy the trenches once again uh, to have the type of developmental local government that we're looking for. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Big thank you, Charles Nochola, for putting together this great product. Come nand, nanguko siya ibanga le economy.